Hey guys, what's up? It's Alyssa Miller I'm coming at you for Diet Riot Podcast. I am flying solo today. I'm all alone. There's no one here beside me. Okay, you're welcome for that. I'm flying solo today because I am on vacation. And contrary to popular belief at how sophisticated we are, I am not sure how to record a podcast with two people in totally different locations without like a special program. So if anyone knows how to do that, hit me up on Instagram or email us at hello at dietriotpodcast.com because I have no idea how to do that. So I'm recording today's episode all by myself because we couldn't, me and Brooke couldn't get together before I left for vacation. It was just a scramble. So I wanted to get something up for you guys um, today, but it's just me flying solo. So sorry about that. I know you guys are sad and weeping and about to turn this off, but I promise it's going to be a good episode anyways. Not as fun, not as funny, and I'll probably take a lot more takes because Brooke and I can just like hang out and chat and forget that we're being recorded. And when you're by yourself staring at a computer, turns out not as fun. So thank you, Brooke, for being an awesome co-host. And for now, I'm going to let you know that today on Diet Right Podcast, we're talking about, drum roll please, being on vacation. And how to stay on track or whatever you want to call it as an intuitive eater while on vacation. I feel like we get this question quite often. It like comes up online a lot of like how to intuitively eat while on vacation, which is like funny to me because I feel like vacation, like when I try to teach people how to intuitively eat, I kind of tell them like act like you're on vacation, like take away some of the rules, stop confining yourself to like certain beliefs and values and whatever around food that you can't have this you can't have that and sometimes when we're on vacation right we tend to eat whatever we want we kind of indulge or we say like oh you only live once or you're on vacation or it's not a big deal like I'll work it off when I get home or anything like that like there's a period of time I think when people are on vacation that they are actually better at intuitive eating typically than when they're at home So um, today we're going to talk a little bit about that and going over just like the basics of intuitive eating and how really nothing should change. Your at-home life and your vacation life would look very similar um, as far as like listening to your body, paying attention to your hunger and your full um, scales, and then looking for foods (laughs) that you're actually going to get satisfied by and not ones that you're just eating to like I don't know, avoid eating a larger meal later or I don't know. I feel like there's like a lot of weird food rules that people put on themselves, especially like right before vacation. I think a lot of people tend to go, I'm going to eat really, really good and prep for my vacation so I can binge. That's really an unhealthy mindset as far as when, when people are in the diet mentality, they tend to do this thing where they're like, diet starts Monday. So today I'm going to eat whatever I want because the diet's coming and they see it as this like kind of like scary, restrictive part of their life that they need to prep for. And people typically end up binging beforehand, being super restrictive, and then binging when it's over. And so vacation for some people can look like that same exact cycle where I'm about to go on vacation, so I'm actually going to eat super healthy and restrictive the week before or the month before or however long you're planning on it. So people become really restrictive beforehand. So A, they feel like they look good on vacation. Um, you hear people say that all the time, like um, it's bikini season or I'm about to wear a bikini or 
something along those lines that puts it in your head that you need to eat differently so that you look, you manipulate your body to look better in a bikini. Then you go on vacation and you splurge or indulge or kind of let go of a lot of those food rules. And in fact, sometimes don't even listen to your body, the fact of like, oh, I'm full, I'm uncomfortable. And you tend to overeat, um, you know, eat too much for what you're even wanting because you're on vacation and you kind of go through that binge cycle while on vacation, which then leads to like feeling crappy. (laughs) Like you end up feeling super uncomfortable in your clothes or you feel maybe you have some guilt that sets in or you start to like feel unhappy with the choices you've made or you're in the bathroom all week or something like that and you're not even able to enjoy your vacation because your body's used to one way of eating for a month beforehand in vacation and then you turn around and decide to binge and treat it like crap while you're on vacation and then tell yourself when I get home I'll change. So what ends up happening is you're still stuck in that restrict diet binge cycle. Um, It's just kind of in reverse, if that makes sense. So basically the goal of intuitive eating is that your eating doesn't change or um, I don't want to say it doesn't change because it definitely does change based on how you're feeling or what the day looks like. But your restriction versus or your food rules in your head of I can't eat that, that's fattening or that's unhealthy, that's healthy, that's you know, too rich for me, too sweet. I don't eat sweets. I don't eat salty foods, you know, things like that. Those rules. What you're looking for as an intuitive eating is if you picture kind of like a boring roller coaster of like eating. So basically you just want to say super steady. Like you don't have these food rules. You don't have restrictions. You don't tell yourself you can't or you can or you should or you shouldn't, you know, indulge or, you know, have that drink or I should make that drink a light or whatever. It's about enjoying your time here on earth with food, because let's face it, food is freaking enjoyable as heck, but you also want to make sure that you're listening to your body. So going back to like one of our very first episodes where we talked about intuitive eating and our other episode about mindful eating, paying attention to those cues, what's your body telling you? How is it responding to the food that you're eating? Is it enjoyable in the moment, but you feel like crap later? sometimes that's worth it. Sometimes it's worth it to go out and get an ice cream in the middle of the day that's going to make you tired and feel sluggish. And some people, it doesn't make them even feel that way. But it might be worth it on vacation. You know, I think vacation is a perfect time to practice intuitive eating because you are already mentally in a place where you're letting go of food rules to the point of, hey, I'm going to indulge a little bit hey, I'm, I really want this right now and there's no rules. You know, people have beer at like 10 a.m. on vacation but not at home. Or people have, you know, like a huge double scoop of ice cream after dinner that maybe they wouldn't have at home. Not to say you should be doing those things, but it kind of lets you off the hook a little bit and starts to feel like intuitive eating when you're on vacation. And I want to go for like what I want to tell you is you want to remember when you're on vacation, not like the first day or even the first three days probably, but day like four through seven of vacation of like you already have indulged, you've already made those choices, and now you're like, oh, I'm here for a while. I'm going to settle in. I know that's going to be there tomorrow. Oh, we can go get Nasevable tomorrow. I don't need it right now. I'm not hungry. Oh, we can go, you know, go get a big brunch tomorrow today. All I really want is an egg or something like that. So it's 
that those days on vacation where you feel comfortable, but that food's not going anywhere. You don't need to binge because you just got there and you just let go of all your food rolls. It's, it's a comfort. It's a level of, I know that food's going to be there if I want it. I don't want it right now, but I'm going to have it tomorrow because I'm still going to be here. That's how we want to kind of view our life, right? At home, we don't need a sense of urgency to eat through foods because it's going to be there tomorrow. You could always go to the grocery store and buy that bag of chips. You, that is not off limits. There's nothing that's off limits in intuitive eating, right? So you're focusing on what is my body telling me? Is it hungry? How hungry is it? Pay attention to that hunger scale that we talked about in a few episodes back. How hungry am I? What am I feeling like? You know, am I feeling something sweet, savory, salty, crispy, crunchy, smooth, soft? Like all of those textures, tastes, smells. What am I feeling like will satisfy me? And how much, right? You're looking at all those angles. And at home, you want to be in a space where you feel comfortable and trust A, trust your body. Trust your body to tell you how hungry you are, what you want, how satisfied you're going to be with how many bites. You know, think about, is this my last bite? I think this is good. I think this is all I need. Is that next, you know, I think of like soda. So Coke for me or like a pop, me from the Midwest calling it a pop, that's me. A pop for me, sometimes I'm super craving like a Coke, like an ice cold Coke out of a can. But nine times out of 10, I would say that a can of Coke is too big for me. I finished like half, maybe, because I pay attention to every sip like it was my first. Like, okay, I'm still enjoying this. Okay, I'm still enjoying this. Okay, I'm still enjoying this. Okay, I'm enjoying this a little less. I don't know, it's not as cold. Not enjoying it anymore. I think I'm done. I feel satisfied. And I'm like six sips in. (laughs) So although it's not frugal to buy the tiny cans that only last a few sips, But sometimes I either buy those or I get like a two liter or I freeze some or I keep it out in my garage for months on end so that I can have it when I want it. I don't feel deprived. You know, we all know that soda maybe isn't the best choice for our body, but also it's a satisfaction thing. Sometimes I want an ice cold soda and that's okay. So you want to be in a place of comfort where you trust your body to enjoy what you want to enjoy, indulge when you want to indulge feel full, recognize your fullness and stop eating. Or if you're going to push past feeling that fullness, it's for a reason. You know, you're choosing it because you're not satisfied yet. Not because everyone else is still eating or, you know, you have to eat this now because tomorrow you go home from vacation and you need to start your diet again. So you need to trust your body to give you those cues. And really practicing that is is daily for the rest of your life. That doesn't, unfortunately, it doesn't just go away You get more comfortable and you get more in tune with your body for sure. It gets easier, but it's a constant practice. And Brooke and I have talked about this, that we can fall out of intuitive eating. You know, there are times where I've, you know, especially like when I had a new baby at home or, you know, I have people in from out of town for a long period of time. It's easy to get out of the habit of listening to yourself, trusting yourself. But at the end of the day, the more trust you put in yourself every single day, it builds that trust up so it takes longer to break that trust, right? So we want to find a place that we're comfortable, feeling settled that those food choices are still going to be there no matter what, but I can choose to eat something that's going to fuel my body in a way that I want to be fueled. So like on vacation, you know, like I am right now, we have a ton of options. I'm out in California. Food is 
exquisite. In California, we have everything from freaking fish tacos on the pier that I'm planning on getting hopefully tomorrow to In-N-Out Burger, which is my husband's favorite. Every time we go to California, he says he's going to get In-N-Out Burger every single day. So we haven't done that yet. We've been here for four days and he still hasn't had it. But in his head, it's like, oh, I'm so excited. I get to get In-N-Out Burger. I think that's another plan for tomorrow. <laughs> you know, it's, we get acai bowls. We've had just delicious, like anything you can think of, California has it awesome. Anyways, I got distracted with how good food is. I forget what my point was. But basically, when you're on vacation and you have a plethora of food, put your satisfaction like out of the rankings of everything that we've talked about that goes into intuitive eating. You can put your satisfaction maybe a little bit ahead of everything else if you want to really, if food is a way that you really enjoy and experience like it is for me. Go ahead and put that satisfaction first. Okay, where, you know, what type of food am I feeling? Uh, Maybe I want pizza. And the next day tacos. And then tacos again. And then pizza again, you know. Put that satisfaction maybe a little bit ahead. And that's totally fine to do on vacation. But there's always going to be a balance. You also want to pay attention on vacation if you're gearing up to go on a hike tomorrow or you're gearing up to spend the whole day on the beach, or you just want to not have to take a nap in the middle of the day, like you should know by intuitive eating at home and practicing what will fill your body best and what will give you the most energy and fuel, you know, be really fuel efficient, if you will, to feel your best while on vacation. So that means making choices with your food that pays you back tenfold. And you know, that can be anything. I'm not telling you like you have to eat super, you know, clean and healthy and superfoods only and all these kind of things. But you know, pay attention to what will fuel you. So the other day we made oatmeal for breakfast with all the kids and it was just super fun. It was like a big oatmeal bar that we were able to put in there. Bananas and nuts and seeds and um, we had berries and dried fruit and milk and maple syrup and all these things. And it was such a great picture for me of building my perfect breakfast to fuel me and bring me into lunch. We were going out for the day. I didn't know when we were going to have lunch. I didn't know what we were going to have. Nothing was planned. So I wanted to make sure that I had a hearty big breakfast so I didn't have to worry about it. Whereas another day we had, I forget, pancakes. I, I, made, I think I made pancakes that day um, for breakfast for everyone. And I didn't really need a lot because I knew we were going to the farmer's market like an hour later and I can snack on oranges or, you know, strawberries or nuts that we find at the farmer's market. So picture your day and see where you want to go and how you want to get there and use food as a vehicle to, you know, get you to where you want to go. And it doesn't always mean that you're getting a super hearty breakfast or a small breakfast or a healthy green smoothie or a, you know, a who knows, something really like indulgent, trying to think like a huge Belgian waffle or whatever. Any of those things are great choices for you. But know how it's going to serve your body. Know when you're going to be hungry again. You, from intuitive eating and learning through every single meal is one tiny step towards being a better intuitive eater you're going to find out what works for you and what doesn't. So in terms of how to continue your intuitive eating journey while on vacation, you do what you would do at home. So in order to have a great day of feeling good, you know, 
how you feel yourself and how you feel about the foods that you're eating, you know, I, I always suggest to pack snacks. We have, I mean, we have three kids with us all the time, so we're packing snacks anyways anytime their blood sugar drops and they start to fight. But for even adults too, have snacks on hand that gets you through to the next meal, you know, or because sometimes with vacations, especially with friends or family or large groups, when it's not just like you and your spouse, you don't know the next time you are going to eat. You don't know where you're going for food. And sometimes there's long waits. You're eating out a ton more than you probably are at home. I feel like that's a safe assumption. Um, Even us, we're staying with my brother in California in his casita, which is where I'm recording, by the way. So my tiny little guest house, which is super nice. Um, You know, even being at his home and not like at a hotel, we're still eating out way more than Josh and I would if we were just at home. So packing snacks allows you to get through those moments of, you know, when you talk about the hunger scale, those times you're leading down the path of, oh, I'm getting super hungry, I'm getting irritable, I feel like I haven't eaten in a long time, those snacks will kind of pull you through back up, you know, one or two steps in that hunger scale to keep you at a satisfied state so that when you do eat out, you can make a choice that's going to serve your body well, whether it be for satisfaction reasons, for fullness reasons, you know, for appetite, whatever that may look like. Whatever you choose to eat is, you know, there's no judgment. You should have no preconceived notions about those foods as far as whether they're quote unquote good or bad for you. But you want to be in a hunger state of you want to make the right choice for you and your body and what your day looks like, right? I mean, if I'm at a hunger scale of like two and I feel like I'm starving and I haven't eaten in a long time and maybe we did a hike or something that was like physically exhausting and then we go to a restaurant, what am I going to order? Probably something super carby for quick energy because your body is craving quick energy. That's how your body works. When your blood sugar is low, your body is constantly sending signals to you saying, hey, get some freaking sugar in me right now. And the fastest way to do that is glucose and that's carbs. So I'm going to order and not just say carbs are bad. Order a waffle, order a pancake, whatever that looks like is fine. But I don't want to be forced into that situation because I didn't pack a snack because I didn't plan ahead of time. And honestly, my favorite meals at like going out to eat or something, especially for breakfast, which is what I'm talking about apparently, are eggs. My I love ordering eggs, which is what I eat at home anyways, which is kind of boring, but like eggs benedict or scrambles or, oh gosh, skillets. Okay, now I'm getting hungry. <laughs> but, you know, I don't want to be forced or kind of curtail myself into a situation where all I'm going to see on the menu is like bananas, fosters, pancakes, because I'm so hungry, my blood sugar is so low, and I'm cranky, and I'm a hunger scale too, that I have to order something quick and carby, or that's what I'm wanting. So then I give in to that because I'm an intuitive eater, and I'm hearing myself say, you're hungry, you need blood sugar, raise it up fast. You know, you're listening to yourself better, which is great, but you're putting yourself in that situation by not preparing with a snack. Or not preparing with calling ahead to put your name on the list so you're not waiting another hour or something like that. So I think think about what makes you quote unquote successful at home with intuitive eating and what you can then do to make it successful while on vacation. So plan out your days, you know, plan out your snacks, do the best you can. But at the end of the day, you're on vacation. <laughs> Enjoy it. If you're more of, I'm like a planner, okay? So, and my brother's doing an awesome job of like 
planning the day and like telling us what we're probably going to be doing tomorrow. And anyways, so we're pretty good planners, I would say generally. I mean, we're super flexible. But if you're um, the type of vacationer who just literally goes with the flow, then that's awesome. And just pack snacks. Be prepared. There's, You'll never know, you know, the next time you eat if you're not a planner. So that's fine. You just have to know that ahead of time that like, oh, we're probably not going to plan our days. We're probably just going to float around until something catches our eye. That's fine. But maybe have a granola bar in your pack or some of our ooh, we have a whole episode about snacking that you can look in there. There's a ton of ideas in that episode for what we call PFC snacks, which are going to be your protein, fat, carb, and even fiber in there would be great too, um, to keep you nice and full until you find a place to eat. So whether you're planners or not, and some of our days are super planned and some of them aren't, and sometimes we have a plan and it goes awry because toddlers (laughs) or adults, pregnant adults, yeah, there's lots of things that goes off the rails. So um, the other thing I wanted to talk about is reminding you that intuitive eating is not the same as hunger scale eating. So being an intuitive eater doesn't mean you're only eating when you're hungry and you're stopping when you're full. That type of, I can, I consider that a diet when someone's following their hunger cues to a T where nothing will get in the way of that, where they're only eating when they're hungry only stopping when they're just barely full every time they're eating. That's not an enjoyable life. That's a very restrictive life because if you think about it, if you're going out to a meal with, you know, five of your friends and they're all ready to eat and you're saying, I'm not hungry yet, I'm going to wait. And then you're hungry in two hours, but you can't eat because your friends are now at a comedy club or, you know, wherever they are. I don't know. You're restricting yourself from enjoying those social situations or, maybe like special things that you're doing on vacation that revolve around food. And let's face it, our culture revolves around food. Most of, I feel like most cultures out there revolve around food or food is a large component of it. So to say no to social engagements or certain, you know, activities because they have food and you're not hungry enough yet is a silly way to live your life. It's being on a diet. That's part of that restrictive culture, diet culture that Brooke and I talk so negatively about all the time. Um, so just remembering that intuitive eating is not just the hungry full scale, you know, paying attention to just your hunger cues. And you can go back to our episode about intuitive eating to learn more about what intuitive eating truly is. But intuitive eating is going to take into all considerations of food. And part of that is social. Part of that is your satisfaction Part of that is what you're craving, what you're looking forward to, you know, a food like indulging in local delicacies um, when you're on vacation. You know, there's a lot of intuitive eating that's like indulgent and enjoying food as a part of life. It's a, you know, you th- I talk about this all the time with friends of mine. We eat a ton as a species, like three times a day is average for people. And I eat more like four to five times a day like at least small snacks. And so that's a large part of our life. I don't know what the hours are that you're spending eating, but I'm sure someone could calculate it up and it would be years of your life that you're spending eating. So why not enjoy it? Enjoy it to a level of this is something I want. I'm eating it. I'm satisfied. My body feels good. I've served my body and let's move on to the next activity, right? 
And sometimes you might make a different choice because you want your body to respond a different way. Like, so for example, someone in my life, um, I won't say who, but responds very poorly to donuts. But donuts are freaking delicious. But their body, it wreaks havoc on their body for the next like easily 24 hours, depending on how many they have. So making a choice like a donut, yes, it's indulgent. Yes, it'll be satisfying. But do I want to deal with the fallout of that? Do I want to deal with the wake that comes after eating a donut? Sometimes that's yes. Great. Good for you. Enjoy it. Indulge in it. Make sure you literally, literally what? Enjoy every single bite to its fullest because you're going to pay for it. (laughs) And sometimes paying for it is worth it. You know, there are certain foods like spicy foods. I feel like most people like don't respond super great to really spicy foods. But if you really love spicy foods, it's worth it every once in a while. But you have to make that judgment call. You have to weigh those pros and cons and decide if in that moment it's worth it, right? So anyways, I think that's it, you guys. Honestly, when you're on vacation, just enjoy, relax, pay attention to you know what food rules you're bringing on vacation with, with you, what food rules you're leaving behind. And sometimes for someone like me who's been intuitive eating for a while, vacation is a great time to be kind of like smacked in the face by weird food rules that you had that you didn't know you had, right? So um, for some of us who are a little bit more experienced, quote unquote, with intuitive eating, no one's perfect, but vacation's an awesome time to actually feel like oh, why am I holding on to this weird rule on vacation? You know, I'm totally fine to do this, that, or the other thing. But when I'm at home, I would never do this. Why would I never do it? Is it because I don't enjoy it? Is it because my body doesn't work well with it? Is it because I don't want to? Or is it a weird food rule that I've made up for myself? So a few years ago, I noticed one of the food rules I had was I was really only drinking pop while on vacation. Maybe vacation there was a period of my time too when I only ate pop or drank pop when I was out to eat. Um, so I feel like this is a weird food rule that at some point I thought, oh, I need to limit my pop consumption so I'll only do it when I'm eating out. Okay, now I'm eating out more often so now I'm only going to do it on vacation. And I've created these barriers around pop that actually plays it up in my head. So then when I'm on vacation or I'm out to eat, I'll get a refill. I'll get two. I'll get three. I'll, you know, I'll get one every day or whatever. My body's not used to that, doesn't respond well. So now that I've released that and I can have a pop whenever I want, I have it actually probably way less. Like if you were to calculate up my entire year of pop consumption, when I'm allowed to have it whenever I want, it's sitting in my garage and I only drink what I want until it's no longer satisfying, like a half a can or even sometimes honestly a few sips, my husband comes by and picks it up and it's like completely full but I've drank it to my satisfaction, you know, you could calculate that all up and I would, I would bet that it's significantly less than when I'd only drink it on vacation or only drinking it out to eat because I know that there's an end coming. So I drink more ahead of time. And it's like such an unconscious thing that we all do that doesn't line up with intuitive eating. Anyways, So enjoy your vacation, guys. Enjoy intuitive eating. Use it as a time to strengthen your skills. Use it as as a time to open your eyes to weird food rolls that you're holding on to still that you didn't even know. Um, And pay attention, like I said, like day four of vacation is like 
the money spot. Like, I feel like that's where you're in that situation of feeling comfortable. I can drink, you know, what I want. I can eat what I want whenever I want. So I don't need it right now. You know, it's like going to an all-inclusive hotel. The first few days, you're like eating and drinking everything you can. And then you realize it's always going to be there for you. And someone's always going to refill the cookie stock. So just wait. I don't need it right now. I don't feel like a cookie. I can pass that cookie shelf whenever I want and grab one. But most of the times, I'm probably going to let it let it go because they're not even that good. <laughs> Make sure the food you're eating on vacation is good, guys. Oh, man, I love food. A lot of times I feel like our vacations are like, okay, right, but how's the food? Like one time we were planning a vacation, um, we ended up going to Catalina Island in California, which, by the way, highly recommend. But uh, we were looking at Destin, Florida, Pensacola, Florida, which is really just like right down the way. Um, gosh, what is it in Texas? There's like these little San San Pedro. Ooh, I'm probably saying that wrong. Definitely wrong. Some sort of islands off the coast of Texas. Um, we were looking at Cabo, Mexico, and then Catalina Island. And honestly, the decision maker came down to two things. One was like a swimmable, beautiful ocean, and two was food. <laughs> so we ended up in Catalina Island. And there was so much too, it was amazing. But I do really base our vacations off food. If there's not good food there, we probably won't go. So <laughs> that's just true. Anyways, um, enjoy your vacations, guys. And just remember, when you get home, keep your routine the same. No need to compensate. No need to make up. No need to work it off. No need to, you know, change your routine. Go back to life as normal. You know, bring home maybe some new recipes to try out at home. You know, do your best to keep your vacation going as long as possible. My way to do that is just to not unpack for a year. (laughs) But sometimes it literally feels like I never unpack. Um... But yeah, go back to your normal routine. Strengthen your intuitive eating while you're on vacation. Come home and just keep it on going because every day is just a little closer to being that much better of an intuitive eater. And at the end of the day, it's not a perfection route. It's progress. It's always just a little bit of progress. So I hope you guys like this episode. Um, Sorry, Brooke wasn't here. I know you guys can yell at me all you want that she's not here. She'll probably do an episode by herself one time. It's super awkward. So good luck, Brooke. (laughs) But um. Can't wait to be back with you guys next week. Brooke and I will be back together again. And uh, we'll have a good time. I don't know what we're talking about yet, but it's going to be awesome. Let us know what you'd like to hear us talk about. Um, You can give us an email at hello at dietrightpodcast.com. Or you can leave a comment or a direct message on our Instagram, which is our favorite place to hang out. It's at diet.riot.podcast. And um, as always, please feel free to email us any questions you have or suggestions, but um, I'd love to do a Q&A episode here soon. So let us know. It doesn't have to be about nutrition. Anyways, thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next week. I'm going to go enjoy my vacation now. Bye.